Welcome to Season 4 of The Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom, where we discuss business agility through customer experience, employee experience, and digital transformation. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. The Agile World Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to techsystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed on this show, you can go to my website at gregkilstrom.com and read my latest articles or get a copy of my latest book, Meaningful Measurement of the Customer Experience, now available on Amazon and other retailers. Before we get started, I'd like to introduce you to a new sponsor of the show, Basecamp. Throughout my career, whether it was at my own agency or now as a consultant, Basecamp is what I've always relied on to help keep projects on track, on schedule, and on budget. It takes a straightforward approach to project management, it streamlines workflow management, and definitely keeps the team in the loop and on top of ongoing updates, which are all major components in a smooth running operation. No matter if it's a simple campaign or a multi-million dollar project, Basecamp has been a key ingredient in the recipe for a successful project and business. Go to Basecamp.com Agile and sign up today to start a free 30-day trial. There's no credit card required and you can cancel online at any time. If you want to know if Basecamp is right for your team, signing up for that free trial is the best way to do so. Remember to go to Basecamp.com Agile, that's Basecamp.com A-G-I-L-E, to get your free trial. Thank you, Basecamp, for sponsoring this episode. Now, let's meet our guest. My name is Greg Kilstrom, and I'm the host of the Agile Brand Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about improving the retail employee experience. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Melissa Wong, CEO and co-founder at Zipline. Melissa, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. All right, looking forward to talking with you. Uh, Why don't we start by you giving a little background on yourself as well as what you're currently doing at Zipline. Sure. So I'm Melissa, and I'm the CEO and co-founder of Zipline. And before Zipline, I actually spent over a decade in retail, specifically focused on store operations and store communication. And one of the things that um, we always struggled with, it was you know one of the Fortune you know 500 retail brand, is how do you get the store teams to actually do the things that you want them to do? whether it's setting up marketing or merchandising, you know, enforcing COVID policies, best practices, customer service behaviors. And one of the things that I found through the decade of, you know, living and struggling in retail was really we weren't setting our store teams up for success, right? We weren't providing the right retail employee experience because the reason why the stores and teams weren't doing the things we were asking them to do was because There was too much information in too many different places. There wasn't a lot of role clarity. They were using really hard to use archaic technology and it was just causing a lot of confusion. And so um, after 10 years of really struggling with this problem and really, you know, trying to figure out how do we improve the employee experience so that the brand can actually perform better, I actually left retail um, to create the solution I always wanted. So um, I met an amazing co-founder, Jeremy Baker, and we created Zipline which is the leading operations platform for field teams. That's great. And we're enabling brands to deliver transformational store experiences through engaged employees, consistent execution, and fast feedback. Wonderful. That's that's great. And yeah, you know, I've worked with a lot of companies on both the kind of that middle ground between customer experience and employee experience. So definitely, Mm -hmm. you know, what what you've touched on already, and I know we're going to dive in deeper here, but what you've touched on already, definitely, I I know a lot of people are are feeling this right now. 
So along those lines, you know, there's been a lot of upheaval in the hiring and retention of retail workers for some of the reasons you you just described and for a variety of other reasons, uh, which often get lumped into a blanket term, the great resignation. I think there's a few others kind of thrown about. What are some of the key issues that have caused retail workers to become disengaged and, and even to leave their jobs? So, Greg, I think before I even dive into that question, one of the things that you just said around the connection between customer experience and like store or like associate experience being connected, I just want to touch on that first. That is so true, right? The best manifestation of a brand is in the store and that a best brand ambassador is truly going to be this connection with an engaged associate that has deep product knowledge, right? That can speak with a level of authenticity and passion. And that's what all brands want to see in all of their associates and stores, people that are really passionate about the brand. They know what they need to do, right? And they really feel a sense of connection with customers. And that's going to drive that repeat loyalty and repeat traffic, right? From a customer retention and share of wallet perspective. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, they, they definitely, they're, they're a unified thing for those that, that, didn't realize that uh, a few years ago. I think there it's becoming more and more clear as customers are demanding better experiences, but so are employees. And, totally. and customers are are demanding better employee interactions from from brands, as, as as you were just describing. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think you know to your question around you know and, and point around retail workers becoming disengaged. You know, when we look over the past couple of years with COVID and social unrest, like the supply chain issues, retail workers have really borne the brunt of a lot of the burden of all of these changes, both from things that um, are company driven in terms of, you know, how do you re-merchandise supplies or COVID policies and, you know, being basically like the stewards of public health. Mm-hmm. And it's also highlighted the kind of disconnect um, and lack of good communication and and lack of corporate really setting retail workers up for success with better technology. Yeah. You know, we um, see a lot of survey results about employees not feeling as valued in their role, right? And, you know, when we look at the key data from, from some of the reports that we've done, we've seen that 48% of retail associates have considered quitting in the last year which is actually seven percentage points up from our labor of love reporting findings in May, 2021. Wow. Yeah. 48% believe their manager actively seeks to improve their mental well-being, And 45% believe that mental health is not a concern for their manager. Right. Wow. And then, you know, lastly, 64% of retail workers re- report an increase in verbal abuse from customers. And, and I, I think what it's really highlighting is that you know retail teams have really borne the brunt of a lot of social and economic change. There's a lot of you know business change that's happening. We see it in technology. It's happening in retail, and for companies to be able to retain their best like asset, right? Their their best manifestation of their brand, like what will make them win in the market. It's really giving employees a sense of belonging, inclusion, clarity about their job. Yeah. And, and that's done through better communications platform um, and an open way for having you know, productive dialogue. Yeah. And so along those lines, and you, know, you, you mentioned technology specifically a little bit earlier as well. What, what role can technology play in re-engaging some of those 
that might be disengaged or about to become disengaged, and as well as to, to educate some of those retail employees. Mm-hmm. So um, technology has such an ability to capture people's imagination and kind of recontextualize learning. Um, I say this because I'm the mom of a toddler <laughs> um, and she constantly hounds me like, can I watch the iPad? Right. I'm sure. I, I don't know if you have kids, but there's just like this constant questions of, yeah, of yeah. you know, different gaming solutions or, you know, public updates for us. And I think what's really incredible about technology is the way that it has the ability to engage and inform and educate whether you're a toddler or whether you're a 60 year old, right? In a way that um, is really sticky, meets you where you're at, and it's personalized, right? So when I think about an application to retail employees, it's how do you take away the you know, you know, old you know, approach of these like 17 page PDF pamphlets, you know, that are super dry and are all text? How do you create those? make those into more bite-sized nugget pieces, deliver them in a way that feels refreshing, educational, interesting, and make it stickier. How do you really help people do their job better so that there's a sense of relief and satisfaction, right? Kind of like my toddler, she's like, oh, I got up to the next page by matching the shapes together. But how, how do you give people this sense of accomplishment in their job? And technology has the ability to personalize it at an individual or store level that you understand where you're at to get to a higher level and you feel that sense of accomplishment. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about, in general, about how technology can play a role. Let's now talk specifically about how can managers of retail locations play a role in using technology to create greater employee engagement? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things, you know, that's clear is the manager is the first touch point of an associate's job, right? And so like that manager's advocacy of technology or their use and, you know, sounding board is one of the pieces that will set things up for success or not. I think one of the things that is interesting specific to retail is that not everyone's in the store at the same time. It's seasonal, they're rotating schedules. It's really hard to keep track of people and work. And I think having a manager really highlight that there's a better way to work through like async two-way communication through um, also like recognizing great work and and showing how technology can make people's lives easier i think is the key to, to to success right it's about a tool of truly enabling managers and their teams to be successful in their store which at scale results in all stores really helping the brand deliver on its promise to customers that's great so ultimately as we talked about at the top of the show, you know, this should ultimately impact the end customer, right? Creating a better customer experience, more loyalty, repeat business, all of those things. How should organizations think about this relationship between retail employee experience and the customer experience? What's, what's a good way to kind of frame that? I think they're, you know, they're very intermingled. And when we look at, you know, I think, you know, communication and effectiveness and helping people do their job is also part of that triangle. For example, when we looked at one of our um, customers, like a, a top drugstore, we looked at corollaries between customer experience scores and also engagement and communication. There's a very high correlation. Also, there's a very high correlation between employee opinion surveys and customer experience. So if you can really harness the power of store teams, and if you can really 
um, enable and engage people behind their work, I think it is it can be transformative from a customer experience perspective. Yeah, yeah. So let's uh, switch gears a little bit. So uh, you know, with the shift of a lot of types of work to remote or hybrid roles and some of the factors we've just discussed now with with retail and other frontline workers, there's been a lot of changes in the technology approach to the to the employee experience. Making technology and platforms used for work behave more like the digital platforms and apps that people use at home seems increasingly important. Uh, can you talk a little bit about this and, and how does Zipline approach this? Yeah, so actually Zipline's always approached this from the start. Um, what's funny is that one of the frustrations that um, I saw was that there wasn't the ease of consumer technology in the enterprise space. Retail has the most populous workforce in America, and yet we were underserved with kind of like the least consumerized tools and solutions. Yeah. And so that's actually how one of the reasons that Zipline started. We believe that if you make technology that's easy to use for certain teams that you know, there's a reason that they should go in and we can make their day easier. And if you can give that, you know, line of sight from a headquarters perspective from insights, right, it helps them run their business better, but you have to have the store employee in the system. There has to be something in it for them. And if you get them in the solution and they see how it's helpful because it's a consumerized experience, you can transform the business, right? To, to your point about, you know, customer experiences, you can engage people in discussion around why certain merchandising and things are working or why certain assortments are working. You can aggregate sentiments and surface that up, right? But the baseline is getting people into a solution that they feel like is helpful. And in the consumer world, people have choice uh, between different types of applications. In the enterprise, the choice is to use the solution or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So when it comes to ultimate measures of success or, or key performance indicators or KPIs used when a company invests in a platform like Zipline, you know, what, what are those? You know, how does, how does someone measure that, that lift or that success? Yeah, so we talked about EOS, right? Employee Opinion Survey, yeah. and increase in that. Like ultimately that rolls into reduced churn, right? Zipline customers see significantly less churn for our brands than the industry average. Our customers also have higher CES scores. And I think one of the things that we've seen a lot in retail with the great resignation is lower, lower headcount. And so also for platforms like Zipline, because we're able to help people get things done more effectively and efficiency, there's a substantial payroll savings. Yeah. So um, I think that the way that we've approached the problem in terms of making it very user-friendly is why we have an NPS score of 71, right? Compared to 41 from our, for most SaaS companies. Yeah. Um, we have a 97.7 customer happiness score. And, you know, most of our customers say they see store execution um, happening 90% for next day um, asks and the industry average is 29%. So yeah. um, there's, you know, that KPI, you know, agility is hard to measure. But when you think about, did I ask what percentage of my stores actually did the thing that I asked them to do, that store execution metric, especially for next day, we see as kind of like an index for that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's wonderful. So we talked a bit about those frontline employees themselves. We've talked about the, the managers of the retail locations. And, and just now, you know, talking about KPIs and, and measurements, certainly this is where 
executives and, and leaders come into play. But from your perspective, what role should executives and leaders play in this process? Like when, when the right tools are in place, how hands-on do they need to be? How hands-on should they be? And you know, what, what other roles would they play in, in this process? You know, it's funny. It's, you know, you were talking about like listening to employees and sentiment. I, I think that the role that leaders play is really listening to understand what would set teams up for success. Right. A lot of times, a lot of technologies are built for the IT teams. And that's great. Right. You want that security. You want that level of like compliance from an access perspective. But really, the purpose of technology is to move the business faster, better, more effectively. And that means moving the users faster, more effectively and listening to where their barriers are. Is it technology that's truly built to help support them in their work and help them get their job done better and faster? Or is it, you know, built for IT requirements sometimes that slow down the way that people actually work? So I think, you know, from a leadership perspective, it's being an advocate and steward for change, but in the right way that really supports your people. Yeah, love it. Well, um, one last question before we wrap up here. Um, for those leaders at retail organizations, what advice would you give? Where, where would you suggest that they look a little deeper and focus some additional attention on in the months ahead in order to be most successful? Yeah, Greg, I think you, you touched on it. It's like the, the world seems to not stop with change, right? It's just been <laughs> relentless. You know, even now we're like, oh, coming out of COVID, you know, but then you know, so there's a war in Ukraine and then things might be heating up with Taiwan and China. It's just unrelenting. And I think agility has to be the new norm. So how do you set your organization up for, for constant change, right? Um, how do you have more insights into what's working and what's not? Because you're going to have to move faster. You're going to have to be more intentional about the decisions you're going to be making more bets, right? You're likely going to be changing um, different types of operating models, which has a big behavioral change, right? A big impact. So how do you do that? Essentially, like walk and chew gum at the same time and bring everyone a long journey. You know, when I think about the months and years to come, it's going to be about agility, making sure you have the insights to make the right decisions and then being prepared for uh, different operating model shifts. Wonderful. Uh, Love that advice. Well, Melissa, thanks so much for joining the show. For those listening, what's the best way for them to keep up with you and what you're doing? Um, So I just say visit our website at Um, getzipline.com. You know, people can learn about the platform, read about our case studies, see a demo of the product. So um, feel free to come stop by there. Wonderful. Well, again, I'd like to thank Melissa Wong, CEO and co-founder at Zipline for joining the show. Thanks for listening to The Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom. Talk with you next week. Thanks again for listening to the Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom podcast, brought to you by Tech Systems. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can access more episodes of the show at www.theagilebrand.show. To get a copy of my latest book, Meaningful Measurement of the Customer Experience, visit my website at gregkilstrom.com. Until next week, stay agile.